0: Hello, and welcome to Witty Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 118. Today, I am sharing an interview that I got to do with Dusty Dion of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church, which is a Wiccan church, and I am telling you, I learned so much from speaking with him. I have a fire lit under my ass as far as like activism and giving back to my community, like here, even though they're like don't like me very much. <laughs> I would like to figure out a way to show them that pagans are people, for one, and that we can help um, support a community and that we are beautiful people, right? Um, So I have all kinds of ideas swimming around in my head because of this interview, and I am so, so grateful that I feel like this had to have been some kind of divine intervention because I was looking for this piece of my spiritual puzzle, and it's just, uh, you're gonna love it. But first, let's go ahead and do some smoke clearing today. I am using rosemary. All right. I'm old school and I use matches. All right. So, get in my mic, the computer, my area, myself, clearing out all the yucky, stagnant energy so we can have a good conversation today. (laughs) Next, let's get out some cards. This is from the Spellcasting Oracle deck. some reason my shuffling skills suck today. So bear with me. All right, let's, all right, let's draw. I'm going to cut three times. One, two, three, and here's our card. It is the truth card. So, All right. So this card to me means being able to handle and to process others projecting their truths onto you. And this is something everyone deals with in their lifetime pretty much on and off all the time, because we're going to deal with people who aren't self-aware, who don't understand that they're doing that. And we're going to do it to other people unknowingly as well. Um, And in a world where everything is very polarized at the moment and everybody has a very strong passionate opinion about everything, (laughs) um, which is good and bad, but this card is letting you know, hey, don't let every word someone says to you, like don't let that go to heart. Because, don't take everything to heart. Because, it's, it's likely their truth they're projecting onto you, and it's making you feel like shit. So, firm boundaries with relationships, with workplace relationships, um, and family is very, very important right now. And then being able to acknowledge, okay, well, they're just projecting, and it is what it is, and if they want help, awesome. If they don't don't let this ruin your week. (laughs) Speak your truth mindfully and respectfully, and hopefully others will follow suit. Okay, so that was the card advice for the week. I want to thank everybody so, so much that has joined the coven lately, and for all current members, I love you guys so much, and that group means the world to me. It's where we all can get like, complete and unjudgmental um, support and love from each other. And I want to say, like, seriously, there are a lot of people in that group. I don't know, like 150 or 60. I can't remember. Sure. But we don't have conflicts for the most part in that group. And everything is very respected. Um, Everybody's opinion is heard and respected. And I want to say thank you so, so much for that because that makes – a lot easier on myself and the admins of the group to moderate and make sure everybody is, you know, having a good time in the group. So thank you so much for being such kind, beautiful people. The book club, uh, I think their first meeting is going to be on the 15th in the WW Coven. Yes, this is an exclusive um, event for the Coven. We're reading American Brujeria by J. Allen Cross. I cannot remember how many chapters you have to read by the 15th, but it's all in the events um, section of the group. Click on events. You'll see the book club meeting and all of the information listed there if you would like to join that. I also want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to my admins. This makes my um, existence (laughs) online so much easier to, um, to handle. So thank you for Taryn and Becca and Danaby for helping me out and helping the groups out. You guys are invaluable. Also, thank you to Becca for helping me with social media stuff. Um, she's an amazing creator. So I want to say thank you so much. Like, like seriously, that's cut so much work out of my week that it's, that is priceless. (laughs) And thank you for Denebi for doing the Reiki, the group Reiki that's going to be, um, in the Coven Citrine group on, uh, Saturday. That's part of the quarterly benefits for that group. Thank you so much Denebi for doing the Reiki. And if you guys, um, are interested in distance Reiki and you're not in the group, try to look her up on, um, Instagram, or Oracle and Becca, who also does tarot readings and all kinds of amazing healing modalities as well. She is Phoenix Fire Tarot underscore 222 on Instagram as well. And I guess I should like actually say the whole account for Lunasol for Denebi. It's Lunasoul underscore Oracle on Instagram. And then we have another quarterly benefit in that same group on Friday, Kalem Turner um, of K- Fortune by Kalem on Instagram is doing a intro to tarot class. So We're going to have like history of tarot, the types and basic information to get you started. And I'm so, so very excited for that because I'm a history nerd and cannot wait to hear what he has to say. If you are interested in any of these benefits or are curious about the coven, go to witchywomanpodcast.com and click on Join the Coven. All of the information um, will be, as soon as you click Join the Coven, all of the options for um, membership will be in there. And I don't charge much. A uh, dollar to ten dollars will get you into the coven and all of the benefits we have in there. Okay. Oh, and Taryn. I cannot... I don't know how to put it into words. Tara and I went to high school together and she is the most beautiful soul I have contact with. Um, we, we had a very different childhood and different like twenties and stuff, but as we got older, our paths definitely have, have crossed and stayed, (laughs) stayed parallel, even though, I have a different sp- spirituality sometimes than she does. Um th- definitely my soul sister and I want to say thank you so much Taryn for being there for me even when I know afterwards that you were going through something at the same time and just was there for me. So I appreciate you more than words could ever express. Thank you. I love you. Okay, so now that I'm done doing the mushy shit and I've babbled on for like 8 minutes, <laughs> Let's get on with the the interview with Dusty Dion of the ATC. Okay, so what is the name? What is your name? Introduce yourself, Um, and what is the church that you're at?
1: My name is Right Reverend Dusty Dion, Archpriest of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church.
0: Ooh, that sounds important.
1: (laughs) It technically is. You don't hear me talk about it too much on TikTok because we believe that. He who stands in the middle of the room yelling, I am king, I am king, is no king. So we keep our nose down and do the work.
0: Yep, which makes sense.
1: But the Aquarian Tabernacle Church is a foundational, um, I would even go as far as to say, keystone um, pagan church in America, in politics and in civil rights. We started in 1979. And by 1999, we had we were one of the three groups that sued the government for the pentacle tombstone. Nice. We had helped another man sue the government in the case of, uh, the USS Chandler where he was pagan and deployed on a ship. And they said, you can go to church with all the other Christians. And he said, Oh no, I want a circle. And they said, absolutely not. And he was like, oh, okay. And so we helped him win that case. Nice. Um, we also run the only Wiccan Seminary with state recognized degree granting authority to give legal degrees in Wiccan ministry. And we even have a government issue.edu website, Wiccanseminary.edu. That is so
0: awesome. my
1: my wonderful partner is next to me and she's about to get a call. So that's what that was. Um, <laughs> no problem. Oh, you're okay. So um, but yeah, we have uh, .edu status from the government. So that's Wiccanseminary.edu. We mm-hmm. also, the ATC is, or was um, one of the main people that got, or one of the main groups that got prisons to recognize Wicca. Like oh. we, we blew the door open on Wiccan prison ministries. And a quick aside, you know, we want to pretend like freedom of religion is absolute in this country. <laughs> and you're welcome to think whatever you want and
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you are actually in need of the services of your religion say in the military or in prison that takes years and years and years of foundational work to get them to recognize you you don't just get to wear a pentacle inside of the prison that could be contraband and you might kill someone with it you know mm-hmm. so they it has to be approved
0: mm-hmm. and so the
1: ATC has worked tirelessly to get those things approved
0: that is so, amazing. That is what so the ATC was,
1: is. That's who I am.
0: That is, all of that is, that's a lot. That's like huge, a lot.
1: <laughs> um, so the biggest thing that I didn't even tell you is that mm-hmm. we have very unique paperwork with not only within witchcraft, but just basically in America, uh-huh. we have what's called a religious group exemption. Okay. Uh-huh. So before we obtained our religious group exemption, the government would keep you wrapped up in red tape so that you couldn't get a church legalized. Right. They'd send you back copies of copies of copies saying refill this out. So our leader, and you can find this on my TikTok, I actually talk about this on one of my things, mm-hmm. that uh, he'd send back second attempt, third attempt, fourth attempt, fifth attempt at the top until it was like 112th attempt, 113th attempt. Woo. And he found someone who was a uh, Hindu, got a hold of his stuff and approved it after the hundred something attempt, but it gave us a thing called a religious group exemption, which allows us to make churches, legal churches with their own EIN number under us. They don't have to go through the IRS. They just go through us. It's the same designation that the Mormon temple has and that the Vatican has here in America. We also have what's called a soul corp, which are not in existence anymore. You can't get them. We're grandfathered in, which means we have a true hierarchy because we have a board of directors of one.
0: Oh, wow. So I one person
1: that. gets to say yes, no.
0: Right. That is amazing that this country. Sorry, I just
1: blah, All the I info No, that's
0: a <laughs> lot of stuff. And I, so we were talking about the Navy when I was in, I was actually in the Navy nice. um, in the long, long ago. And because when you fill out all of your information about religious stuff at the time I was in, um, to put on your dog tags, that's what, I mean, that's part of why. So if you like go overseas or somewhere and you pass away, they know what burial rites, how to treat your body. Um, right. And I had no option for my faith. So I actually picked Catholic because to be honest, a lot of their religious ceremonies are super close to, you know, except the theology side. Um, I felt I'm like, well, that's the closest thing I could pick. So that's what I picked because I didn't have choice. So that's really right. cool that they do have a choice now.
1: My wife's a veteran, Navy veteran. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah.
1: She's a, uh, a corpsman.
0: Oh, wow! that's an amazing and very important job to be doing.
1: She was stateside. My wife's 17 years older than me. She was yeah. stateside during uh, Desert Storm 1. as uh, She worked as head of supply for Charleston Naval
0: Hospital. Oh, Wow. Wow. So I was, I was in after that, after Desert Storm, I was in before 9-11. Um, and I, I'm a, I'm a computer nerd, technically. (laughs) So I did nerdy stuff while I was in the Navy, but that is, that's, I love the work that you're doing. I think it's so, so, so important. I see, um, mostly on social media. I see what the satanic temple is doing for religious, um, like body autonomy and that sort of thing. So I think it's important that people are know the work that your organization has been doing for years um, and how they can um, be a part of it. So I will make sure all of you guys' links, the church, everything will be in the show notes and in my group so that if somebody's like, hey, I want to know more about that, um, they can go and look at it. So- We also I'm have gonna-
1: a national children's program called That's Spiral really, Scouts
0: really
1: I don't know if you've heard of Spiral Scouts or not but I have you not. brought up the Satanic Temple and uh we are getting ready to start partnering with I can't remember it's the Temple of Satan or the Satanic Temple which really? neither of them really worship the devil we all know that no but, yeah we know that um they want to hook up with us to start using our children's program as their children's program because our motto is training the future stewards of the earth. So it's a scouting program that doesn't militarize our youth, it right. trains them to take care of the planet.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, that is if you have links to that specifically, I know there's a lot of my listeners that would be very, very interested. There's a spiral scout TikTok. Right. Oh so, okay. sorry,
1: I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: No, no, no. Okay. What is so where can they find is it like at sp- Spiral Scouts or something like that on TikTok? Yeah, and
1: it's one word and a spiralscouts.org. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm just writing all this down because this is great resources for everybody um, that's listening, especially those that really want to be a part of something and part of change, which who doesn't, right? We need change right, right now so, so badly. Um, so we do how- a lot of work with Persephone. Do you? Oh, uh, Queen. Goddess a change. change. Yep. Queen of Change. So how did you, I want to know, like, how did this calling happen for you?
1: That's a long story.
0: (laughs) Okay, maybe the abridged version. We don't want to take up the whole time because I feel like you need to have a book out
1: about all of this. (laughs) Right on. So I have been, I'm the oldest child of children basically my parents were very young and so when you are that you end up being more of a confidant than a child in a lot of ways because the young parents don't know how to deal with that so i grew up helping people just my whole life Mm -hmm. and uh but i was also a wild child i was a blonde haired bubble goth just a bubble head blonde hair my bangs dyed different colors wearing big pants going to industrial shows in cleveland you know but uh, I've always been a pagan and I've always been a hippie. The very first time I guess I've been a freak hippies are what the are what the uh, the normies called us I was a yes. freak.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's perfect.
1: <laughs> so but um, yeah, so I. Um, I went with a friend when I was very young, I met a kid that told me he didn't believe in God, he believed in angels. and So I was like, I have to know everything about you because that doesn't make sense to my five year old brain. And then it turned out his mom is a woman named Reverend Lilith Three Feathers, who's fricking awesome. And so she took me to my first event, which was a solstice event or an equinox event where we went out at four o'clock in the morning in the dark into the woods to this place that opens up. And it's this big bowl that you stand around like this big grassy hill bowl. Mm -hmm. And we sang up the sun for that morning. And I felt the revelry. I had been going to church my whole life. And I was told I would feel the revelry when I saw God. Yeah. And I felt the revelry in that moment. And I was like, this is God. God is the sun. God is the earth. God is all around me. And I started pursuing that. Fast forward to being 21 years old. I'm drunk as a skunk at pagan spirit gathering, standing in the middle of the crossroads. And I cussed out goddess and told her she didn't give me a teacher. I was quitting. Oh. I took a hundred steps and I met Bella. Which is my <laughs> wife and the archpriestess now of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church.
0: Oh, that is beautiful. <laughs> love that. I love when spirits like, okay, here, you ask for it. Here you go. <laughs> I
1: always say that goddess, uh, spirit always gives us what we need, and if we're really bad, they'll give us what we ask for. Oh, that
0: needs <laughs> to be a sign that I put up in my living room for all of us to like stare at when we're when we're being a bit much. <laughs> right. that is awesome so is she a part was she a part of the the this movement as far as the the organizations and the legalization bef- at that time
1: so this is 2004 is okay. when I met Bella so I mean really the the door of paganism had been kicked open yeah years before that at this point yeah but no. Um, the cool thing about the Aquarian Tabernacle Church is that it is an organizational body that mm-hmm. helps give big church resources to small churches, Okay, right? So it has an affiliate network that spans the globe. I mean, we're in Australia and we're in Ireland and we're in Canada and we used to be in Mexico, but that jerk left to take care of impoverished children, <laughs> she yeah. didn't leave to take care of impoverished children, but we we just support that. So anyway, but we're all over the world. Right. And um, my wife had just, just affiliated with the Aquarian Tabernacle Church as an affiliate church. Mm. She had her own church, but she reaffiliated under the Aquarian Tabernacle Church because she believed in their mission and what they were mm-hmm. doing. And she was already running a thing called Wise Seminary. And Wise Seminary was had degree granting authority. It was, uh, it was as, uh, legal as Wiccan seminary. It didn't have a .edu website because those are actually gone. You can't get one anymore. We're grandfathered in because we have one. Um, but when I met her, she was just a, one of the priestesses within the ATC doing the work. And the great thing about the ATC is, is that as a hierarchy, it chooses its successor. Right. And that person leads the church forever. Like the, like the Pope, but we don't have that kind of say over witchcraft, you know, the government listens to us really well because they look at our paperwork and go, that's very legitimate. Right. (laughs) I, I actually killed a bill one time in Georgia called SB 129. Um, we were talking about the satanic temple. I kind of took a note out of their playbook. People wrote me said, we need to get rid of this bill. They're going to use it uh, to stop people from being able to make cakes for gay people. That's like what the bill was for was to expand religion so wide that they could say no. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: But it also expanded it so wide that it said that they had to let anyone out of jail that hadn't broken a crime that wasn't, directly about their religion like if they just broken if they said this is my religion they're like no go to jail they had to be let out and i ended up writing every senator and house of representative and their aid in congress
0: nice. and
1: told them that we appreciated them making georgia the first truly wiccan state because they had expanded the law so much. And then I went through and listed all the things we would be doing, including naked rituals and parks. And (laughs) they'd have to change the tax code for polyamorous marriage. And then the Atlanta Journal Constitution writes this article. This is the whole reason I told you this story. You write this article that is entitled, if this is a hoax, it's, or if this is a hoax, it's a good one. The Aquarian Tabernacle Church is real people. And then it broke down our paperwork. Wow. And was like, these people are real and they're yeah. Yeah. So they cable the bill. So, cool. so cool. It's the coolest thing I've ever done. I've done some cool things. <laughs> <laughs> That's the coolest thing I've ever done.
0: I love when when spiritual leaders are passionate about leaving the earth better. And being active about it you know combining activism and spirituality i think is so important um so that we have you know religious (laughs) i live in the middle of like conservative very christian i live in a town that's like got 200 people and we have nine christian churches here so Yes. So I'm odd. Like last night I was in my yard doing my Beltane stuff, like just vibing and people are like driving by watching the fire. Like what the hell is she doing in her yard? Um, so I feel like people like your organization and the work that you do are making it easier for people like me that are in the middle of nowhere to have a resource. So and I've been looking for something. We have what we call, uh, I think, two hours away. There's a unity church, which accepts everybody, but it's still not my cup of tea. Like, I still don't. That's not it. Um. So it would be really cool to be able to have some kind of affiliate or something out here, even if it was connected to, you know, the one in Lincoln, so that we could have a place to gather. I think that we would affiliate be- affiliate other churches. Do if you- you're oh.
1: someone who- feels a calling to open up said organization right we will open that door for you wow that That is is that is part of why we're here
0: that is so cool so so cool i had no idea that this was i thought that that all of the like the church of satan or the satanic whatever they are the church they don't actually i want to anybody that's listening that's new you know that they don't actually worship the quote-unquote satan right
1: Clear that up right away. Those are Luciferians. Yes. Luciferians worship Lucifer. Yes. Satan is worship man for yes, the most they part. Worship
0: man because Satan is a Christian construct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of that because if I talk about the satanic temple, they're like, oh my god, but they worship the devil and they, they just blah, blah, blah. they just did what Jesus did. Yes. Je- they said they
1: said it says here that the Messiah is gonna ride into town on a donkey. And so Jesus yep. was like. I'm on a donkey. And so the the church of Satan was like, oh, Satan's going to take down this church. Well, this church is being pretty terrible. So I guess we'll be
0: Satan. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that they do amazing work as well. And there needs to be more organizations like the Aquarian Tabernacle and them to keep pushing this because like places like this, my neck of the woods, like They would love to burn me. Like that kind of hate for people like me. And I do have pagan friends that live in the area. And it would be really cool to have a place to gather and not feel alone. Like solitary practice, I love it. I love my practice, but it would, I'm getting to an age. I'm old now. (laughs) I'm getting to the age where I've lost that need to be independent and you know, only have my own practice to me and want to share it. So I may have to do some mulling around in my brain (laughs) about that.
1: I think that a lot of us um, are independent. And if we were people that just followed blindly, we'd still be at Christian church. Absolutely. You know, so, and not to say that all Christians follow blindly, but we're told in this society to just be Christian. So if we were followers, we'd just be Christian.
0: Yep. Without thought. But
1: I think that, and I've kind of always understood this, but there's a lot of young pagans and I'm not even 40 yet. I'm still years from 40. So, <laughs> oh, I'm over. <laughs> oh, I mean, right on. That's cool. Um, yeah, I told you my wife's 17 years older than me ages, whatever. But um, so but I don't think the young pagans understand how much one day they're going to want a pagan institution that will help you with your light bill because they get enough donations, or will give you food because you don't have food, or will give you a building, or will give you uh, protection from abusive local governments, yes. and that takes like money. Yes, and I know yeah. that people don't want to help give money to anything nowadays, which is cool. I understand? We're all broke. They've destroyed right. our our nation faith in our uh electorate system and in our money I mean on both sides of all fences they have oh, just done their best to muck it up yes but we can't run it without certain things mm-hmm. the reason that there aren't more places like us is because let's say that I'm Billy McPagan and I go up and I say I want to start a church and or I want to start a circle and I want you to uh official or make my circle official the government official will look at his page and go circle's not on this paper so no And they'll be like, but I don't want a church. And they say, oh, that's okay because um, we don't officiate or make circles official. We only make churches official. And the pagans dig their heels in and they (laughs) go, I'm not playing by your rules, dad. And then they go, okay. (laughs) And they don't give you the, they don't legitimize you because you weren't, we're very proud people. Yes. I had a Native American man. I went to Parliament of World Religions to present this ritual called um, the Demeter's Garden where we talked about how the goddess wants us all to start planting our own food. It was awesome. Yes. And we got invited. We went to Canada. It was great. And I, I, I went also because I am French Indian. And in, like, in our country, it doesn't mean anything. But in Canada, it's called Métis. Yes. Okay, so I'm technically... Métis, but I'm American, so it doesn't count,
0: right,
1: that's all good, Um, but I wanted to go meet the Métis elders, because there was a huge Métis group that went to the parliament, and I was sitting with them and having a really good time, and one of the elders looked at me and said, so you're pagan, and I said, or so you're Wiccan, I said, yes, and he said, you know, I still have most of my ancestral lands, I know all of my ancestral songs, I know all of my ancestral stories, but they took everything from you. You don't have your land. You don't have your language. You don't know your rituals or your stories. And one day you'll be, you won't be so proud that you'll be able to admit that to yourself. Well, have a nice day. And then he walked
0: off. Oh, snap. (laughs) And he's
1: right. He's Uh, right. We don't want to believe that. We're like, no, we've got everything we need. We don't No, No, we're still working on it.
0: Yep. I think that, as we get more experienced and older, um, that's very evident. Like it started to become very evident to me that the resources for my listeners, for the pagans that I live around there, there's nothing. And if we, like we were thinking about doing a ritual for for Beltane in the park, you know, not too far from here. And, we are like, well, one, we can't have an open fire. They're not going to, they're going to, we can't have a fire, even in a fire fire pit. They're not going to allow that. So what would they think if we were all out there dancing and having a good time? Would we get shut down? I know the pride, um, the pride activities there often get protesters. It's a small town and we still get that. And we're not protected. We would most likely be asked to leave because we're a disturbance in this area that is, they have the rule over us. So
1: one of the things that uh, like the ATC mm-hmm. is really good with is giving legitimacy to events like that. Because mm-hmm. if you go, here's my paperwork. Here's the legal uh, code that says I'm allowed to be here. Right. And then you don't. It's difficult. So I, I, t- I teach a lot with story. So we're in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. In a place called Lake City, where there is neither a lake nor a city. It is very small. It is a very depressed area right outside of Jonesboro. And um, there's an ATC affiliate there that does a lot of work to take care of that community, including donating hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds of freshly grown vegetables to the food banks and the elderly meal programs and the school free lunch programs. And they just they take care of that town. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Well, there's also like four Christian churches in that town that aren't real hip on Southern Delta Church of Wicca,
0: uh-huh. and
1: uh, which is such an evangelical pagan name for a church. I love it. Southern Delta <laughs> Church of Wicca, run by Terry Riley. And Terry Riley is a very evangelical sort of pagan. <laughs> so, um but we're at a festival or we went there for an event because we traveled the circuit of the affiliates as the leaders to just make sure everyone has what they need and lay eyes on us every year or so. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's fun. We go, people will waiting to do elevate, wait to do elevations till we're there and stuff. It's really neat. Anyway, it's an honor to get to do stuff like that. So we're at this event and we are clapping because it's one of those things. And the police show up because our clapping is too loud. We're being too joyous. So this happens. If you're going to run a pagan group, if you're going to circle in public, you're going to deal with this. Yes. You have to have someone whose job it is to leave circle and deal with the police. That is their only job. If the police come, they interface. Yes. They know what to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and you keep doing what you're doing while they interface. Mm-hmm. You do not stop. If you stop, you give credence to what the oh yeah legal directive that the police have given. Yes. So, you just need to give them time to look it up because they don't know. A lot of times they don't know. And they look it up and they go, oh, oh okay, fine. They're, they're not breaking any laws. Right, we're good. So we ended up snapping our fingers for the rest of the ritual instead of clapping.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the next morning, Terry's really upset. And he's like, they're right. I looked at the local code. It says this. We're not allowed to be loud. They can shut us down. And we said, yeah, no, because here's the federal law that says that no local government's allowed to make a restrictive rule that stops you from worshiping. Yeah. uh it's called the uh r hmm. so so uh r l u p a i believe is what it is it's either r or it's the uh r f r a it might be r f r a but it's the national rifra not the local rifras those mm-hmm. local rifras are all they're dog whistles for
0: mm-hmm. racists anyway yes
1: um We told him what his actual rights were. And he went to the mayor and said, you have stepped on my rights. And the mayor called Jonesboro to the attorney general. And the attorney general said, I will not even listen to this case. He's right. You tell him he can do what he wants. And hung up. And then they had to bring in the sheriff and be like, you leave Mr. Riley alone. The attorney general said so.
0: (sighs) That is so, I, I love hearing these stories. I could sit, literally just sit here for hours and listen to this because I don't get to experience any of this here. Like the closest thing I got to do as far as activism is do a BLM, you know, observance. And that was literally like observing. So we got to sit on a, you know, a corner and get yelled at. But but that's really the only thing. <laughs> Not a whole lot of people around here that want to or are okay with rocking the boat. Um. I don't care. Uh, we drove to Standing Rock. Did you?
1: Oh. Yeah, They we heard that winter was coming on and they were worried about not having enough wood because there's not a lot of wood out there. And oh, so yeah. we got a quart of wood, put it in a truck and drove it from Washington to South Dakota to Cannonball, South Dakota.
0: Right, yeah. And
1: dropped it off. We stayed for about two hours. We were going to camp, yeah. but we felt like it would be a drain on resources for people. I, our people said, you're not allowed to get on the front line. You can drop this off and you Probably can not. watch. Yeah. And I was like, but but I want to take hoses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and That's rubber it. bullets. And they're like, absolutely not.
0: Oh uh, yeah. So
1: if we couldn't contribute and keep contributing, right. we left. Right. And so it was an honor to get to give resources. So
0: that is pretty cool. I love that. So I have some questions. So if yeah. somebody listening is one is thinking, you know what, my area has enough pagans, we have enough, like, secret groups that we all would love a place to be able to go and gather and do these things, but I'm not Wiccan. Um, how does that work? Does that not work with the, the tabernacle? So,
1: it's really on a case-by-case case basis. Okay. If your mission lines up as an eclectic pagan group with the mission of the ATC then it probably is okay. Okay. We um our paperwork is set up in such a way that it's about promoting pagan interests and not yes. just wiccan interests. Okay. Though we are set up as a wiccan group. Okay. Like we're set up under wiccan hierarchy as the mother church but we also don't push our we don't have a aquarian tabernacle tradition.
0: Yes. Okay, that's so, what I was wondering.
1: Like when, when we came from wise covenant wise, we brought our tradition with us and we work our tradition. And I'm sure that when the next group comes in after us to take the mantle, that they will either decide because they'll be in charge. Right. As long as it follows a traditional Wiccan path of God, goddess, sabbats, moons,
0: yeah. which
1: actually we're rocking the boat on that. We at Beltane, we don't use God, goddess, male, female. We use projective, receptive. And if you're feeling projective and you want to project your energy, then you get on this side. And if you're feeling receptive and you want to receive energy, you Mm -hmm. get on this side. And that's how we do it because it takes a projective energy and a receptive energy to come together to create, be it sperm and egg, or if it's exploding star and gravity well, to create mm-hmm. another planet it just takes projection and recepti- reception and i think that that is where wicca is going to have to go to fight uh, an extremist bent i think so. i'm smelling we, we want to pretend like it can't happen to wicca that it only happens to the asatru and stuff but it can totally come into our world and it'll happen through gender
0: identity politics i'm telling you i think i actually did an episode and we talked about that like what is the gender terms that, because the ones we use are antiquated, like the ones we use a lot of times in paganism are no longer valid because we're evolving and our language should be evolving as well. And so I've I've been actually trying to do that in my own practice is instead of thinking of like the sun as a masculine um, energy, although I will refer to it that way, I think of it as an action or uh, you know, a giving of of, of energy source,
1: um, <clears throat> and it's because a is the sun. Yeah, Amateratsu is a woman. Demeter's the sun. Demeter's a woman. Exactly. But they do push themselves out into their world. They do. They are action. They are projection. Yes. Yeah, yes.
0: absolutely. So I that's one thing that I'm trying to change my language around so that I'm inclusive, and no one feels like, well, shit, I i'm non-binary i don't identify as male or female where do i fit in paganism and so i really am trying when i do my group talks and things like that in our coven i, I try to change my language and it's gonna take a while because i'm gonna be 42 years old i've been doing this a while so i, I fail often but i am tr- trying and i think that other listeners You know, out there that are doing leadership. They're in a leadership role. I think it's our responsibility to change our language to meet the times. I just got
1: yelled at on Twitter because I tried to explain that the concept of appropriation, I don't disagree with the concept of appropriation. It happens, but it's a specific Mm -hmm. word and there is an implied nature of harm that happens Mm -hmm. in appropriation. So, just stealing something from somebody isn't appropriating. Mm -hmm. You have to actually actively try to harm that culture that you took it from. Like when Christians steal pagan holidays and then say you're a devil worshiper, if you don't worship it the way they say that's That's appropriation, (laughs) but taking something and using it in my personal practice without asking from a closed group is theft. Yeah. But if I'm not using it to hurt those people? Yes, it's not appropriation. And this person said, "Oh, and now you're trying to change the way people use words." I'm (laughs) like, "Isn't that
0: language is mutable, man?" Like, I don't even know what to say. Oh my gosh, yeah. If we were in the 1800s, we definitely wouldn't be speaking the way we are because we our language has evolved and we have evolved. There's new concepts and constructs like now then clear back then so it's inevitable that our language it will change um and i think that's good, good. priest priestess and priest oh i love that I, yeah
1: it's priest e x or e x x priest that's right. the non-binary one that's been floating around our community
0: okay um,
1: i, I like i that. really like projective and receptive i do too there are times where like you let's let's talk about this right now you got a hold of me as a projective force and said, I want to talk to you. And I, as a receptive force went, I am totally open to that. Let's make this happen. And now we have a reality where we are doing the thing that you projected into me.
0: Exactly. And I think that, that, that concept described that way makes it a lot easier for people to go, Oh, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, um, I, especially, I, I feel like some of my, like, Not like the neurodivergent, because I'm I have ADHD, I have all kinds of issues. So, um, but they're fine to me. They help me. But my neurodivergent mind does not like black and white. (laughs) It does not like (laughs) male and female. So for me, when I started changing things, I'm like, oh, well, this makes a lot more sense to me. It feels better when I'm doing spells when I pick herbs to do things it's no longer so much oh, well this is a, a masculine herb and this is a feminine herb it's it's like you said receptive and projective instead and that feels so much better
1: <laughs> oh I'm glad well and you know another thing if you use Cunningham I don't know if you use Cunningham's um <laughs> ma- uh, magical herbs encyclopedia which is awesome it's if you don't have it out there I'm not endorsed by them but I endorse them it's <laughs> a great yeah it's a great book and- then you can break it down even further. Instead of saying male, female, you can be like, here's a Mercurial herb. Here's a Venusian herb. Here's a Saturnalian herb. And fire and water. And yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I love, that's one of the best resource books on the planet.
0: It really, really is. And I'm a plant nerd. So to me, working with plants is always about the planet involved. There's any DD connection. Like I really think about the entire The entire whole of the herb instead of just um, whether it's female or uh, masculine. So yes, highly recommend that book. If if y'all are out there, you don't have it. It's great to have.
1: We actually run a nonprofit called Save the Seeds Foundation. I don't know if you saw my posts about that on TikTok. But uh, yeah, it's a seed saving nonprofit that promotes the um, planting and recapturing of heirloom seeds. We talk about how, you know, Monsanto has been suing organic farmers for cross pollination. And so, Save the Seeds Foundation, though it is its own um, nonprofit, is mm-hmm. backed by the Aquarian Tabernacle Church. So, at the end of the day, if they come to one of our plots and say that we have cross pollinated, we will counter with this is our religion. This is our religion. This is literally our goddess because we worship Demeter and you have infringed on our religious rights so let's take this one to court so we're hoping we don't ever have to do that but it is a protection and we also teach people keep your seed bank but keep another seed bank under the stones of your church because if they come for it there your pagan church has ground to be like no it has an extra set of protection that you don't have that is so
0: cool see this all of this is i've been trying to 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 figure out so your spiritual you know like in your spirituality we have cycles just like the world has cycles the earth has cycles and i feel like i have ended one cycle and i'm going through the next cycle of my involvement in my spiritual life and this is something i have been struggling with for a few months uh, about i want an organization but the rebel in me is like don't do that you know because <laughs> i'm an eclectic pagan and i can't So I have this block moving forward. And honestly, this, I feel like this was like totally divine. This had to happen. Like you said, this is what I asked for. I said, I don't know how to move forward. Show me what the hell I'm supposed to do. Um, And then this, I was scrolling through TikTok at like 3am because, you know, I can't sleep. And I saw one of your, I follow your TikToks. And I was like, you know what? I would love to hear that perspective because honestly, I've never heard a perspective like yours, I've only heard the voices that I hear the most in the pagan community are of those who are an eclectic, solitary practice practitioner. So I think this is very important to hear for everybody.
1: <laughs> well, and a lot of those people make it so, not everybody. No. I don't speak in absolutes, obviously. Right. Except that sometimes I do because I don't speak in absolutes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of those people make it really uncomfortable to be a person that wants to be in a group. Yes. And, you know, we're doing our best to, again, I'm sorry, let me take half a step back. It just makes me rub my forehead when I think about all the things people want and how they constantly fight against the institutions trying to give it to them. Yes. You know, they're like, we want good leaders that will tell us what to do. Oh, you not, not a seminary. We don't want, no, not a seminary. Don't, don't do that. We mm-hmm. want um, job opportunities. Oh, you, you're teaching people how to read tarot cards. Oh no, you shouldn't be charging for tarot cards. Mm-hmm. We want uh, you know, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, but don't give us ABC, ABC, ABC. Yeah. And it's very difficult. It's a constant reaching. We say that it's a constant reaching out of your hand while they're slapping you.
0: So mm-hmm. we, we
1: say in <laughs> tongue in cheek, That in paganism, we, you know, some, some creatures eat their babies. We eat our parents in
0: paganism.
1: (laughs) We're like, oh, you learned a bunch of stuff. I'll eat your brain and get what you know without having to actually learn.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's not everybody. But 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 yes, that makes a lot of sense. And, and that's something that I'm going through. I'm like, I want so badly to have an organization, one to protect what we want to do in this area because there's nothing, and then the the rebel, the anti-institutionalist in me is like, yeah, but that's doing what you know. I left, and that's just my Christian baggage dragging all the way back from you know my childhood and showing up now in my 40s. Um, so it's something that I know that I have to deal with in order to move forward. Which
1: it is. What it May is. I give you a perspective on this?
0: Yes, <laughs> please.
1: The church has made you feel that way so that you would not rise up and do your own in a way that was actually healthy for the community.
0: That is a very good perspective. That makes a lot, makes it more comfortable.
1: (laughs) It's like, I I have a friend who's super anti-patriarchy. Yes. They're also super (laughs) anti-spider. And we have (laughs) these big spiders out here called European house spiders. And one of the things they do as a mating display is They'll come out, the male will, and the males are big too. Mm -hmm. They'll come out and if you're scared of them, like if you're like, ah, it makes them more attractive to their mate. And so I told that to my friend and they were like, (laughs) I will never be afraid of them again. Damn the patriarchy. (laughs) Okay, there you go. But it's the same thing with the churches. They've made you hate the word church. Hate yeah. the idea of tithing and hate the idea of having a building and fellowshipping. And so that has stopped you, me, them, and that person from starting a real pagan church community yeah. and raising money together.
0: Exactly. And I think that's something honestly, this a lot of small communities like this across the US, I think are they need, especially with I, my one of my biggest platforms is mental health, <laughs> mental health, and getting the, the support you need. And I feel like um, the last, you know, shit show of a few years we've had really did its toll on mental health. And there's Christian uh, resources here where you could go to if, you know, you, you pay into their little whatever it is, and you can get um, health care and you can get mental health care. But there's nothing for those who feel like they, would be very uncomfortable doing that. So, um, that would be another reason for me to like, at least discuss this with some other, um, uh, people in the area, because it would be great to have some kind of resource for people, even if they just need somebody to freaking talk to in right. their time of need, which I try to provide, but it's really hard for me to let the entire, you know, tri-county area know that, hey, this is my phone. If you want to talk to me, if you have issues, I'm not trained, um, but you, I will listen. Um, and I'm actually getting, there's a pagan um, group in Denver that's offering um, pre- uh, suicide prevention and training for pagan leaders or pagan people that are in the area. So I'm actually taking that uh, kind of the end of the month. So I'm really excited to be able to do that. And I'm going to see if a few other people in the area would like to take it as well, because that's been something that has come up in our coven as well as suicidal thoughts due to just being burnt out and overstressed.
1: This year has taken a real toll on people. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's been really difficult to watch. I have watched pagan leader after pagan leader, after pagan leader be like, you know, after a year of not having people coming to my house, I'm closing my church. I don't want to deal with it anymore, mm. or I feel like all of the time I put into the community was for nothing, and so I'm quitting. Or oh, no. and not just not not just ATC folk. I mean, this is right. I mean, we've had a couple. We we have had two two churches now. Be like, after having a year off of people not come in and. Disrespecting my house and causing fights, because pagans. I mean, there's if you're getting people together, there's going to be dynamics.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) But they're like, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm shuttering the doors, and it's it's sad. It's sad. sad. Our people have a lot of needs, Mm -hmm. but they have been so screwed over in so many ways that they don't contribute in the way that will get those needs met for them.
0: Absolutely.
1: They want. I want to sit here all day and answer the phone and help people
0: yeah
1: that means I need you to buy me my snacks <laughs> exactly. I mean I just I I don't mean to sound yeah. flippant it's just but true it's, true. it's yeah. why we it's why tithing started in the first place so that there would always be someone there to talk yeah. to you and to help you with your spiritual issues and we have them yeah we have them nice
0: if do you have like a, a hotline for people to call
1: We actually, if you go to Mm -hmm. atcwicca.org, we don't have a quote unquote hotline though. The church is open from uh, 10 to 8 Pacific time every day. And the phone number is on the website. It's 360-793-1945. And you can totally call. Uh Um, (laughs) We do our best to answer the phone while that's going on. If you've got problems with your local governments, if you want to talk about a mental health issue, um, if you have a need that can wait and isn't an emergency, you should go to the website and sign up for a 10 minute consultation talk. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's on there.
0: Okay. This is like the best resources I have found like you and your organization. This is like the best organization resource wise and, and, and public presence wise that I have seen for pagan members um, we worked really hard. Yeah. It's not like <clears throat> all the things you were telling me. I'm like, Holy hell, do you have like, uh, how many, how many staffers do you think you, how many people are at this church that you're at that help with these issues? Like, does it take a village or is it just,
1: we, you know? So there's an arch priest and an arch priestess. And mm-hmm. then we have a high council. So we have a high summoner and what the high council does though, is like, we give a general layout of how a church looks right. Summoner, maiden, high priestess, high priest, right. Right. Purse warden, scribe. And then we have a high scribe, a high purse warden, a high summoner, a high maiden. And what they do is help the maidens of the other covens, help the summoners of the other covens, help the purse wardens of the other covens be legitimate. Okay. Right. So, but we um we are a completely actually I don't get to say that anymore. We are not a completely volunteer organization. I I don't get paid for what mm-hmm. I do. Okay. My wife does not get paid for what she does. My wife does Mary Kay Cosmetics to make the money that buys us our snacks.
0: Right. Oh my
1: goodness. So and she reads tarot cards. Nice. So that is how that's how we make our actual money. I get a small honorarium for teaching at the church of about two hundred dollars a month.
0: Well. Cool.
1: For teaching at the school, right? I teach ma- uh, animal magic, so anyway, Ooh, cool. <laughs> um, but I would say we have a black cord council, which is all the leaders of the different groups. But the participation level, there's probably 12 to 15 people working, and then other pe- 10 to 15 other people that cycle in that might be students mm-hmm. or things like that. But we just hired. The seminary just got solvent enough that we were able to hire our dean, who has been doing it for free with a master's of education for the past 12 years for free.
0: And we just
1: hired her on with a real legitimate, can pay her bills and buy her own snacks salary. And since doing that like a month and a half ago, we've Mm -hmm. already increased our studentship because of her being able to focus everything on building it. It's awesome.
0: That is amazing. That is amazing work and amazing progress for you to be able to pay pay people to to do that. If anybody would like to um like donate, how do they do that?
1: Paypal.me forward slash ATC Wicca.
0: Okay. I will make um, sure I
1: have that also in the We have a GoFundMe right now. Okay, so let's talk about the big thing we're working on. Yeah. We want to build a city. <gasps> Sign me up. Okay. So <laughs> up. from the work we did with Demeter's Garden and going around and telling people to plant their stuff, yes. Demeter's like, I want my I want my city back. I want Eleusis rebuilt. I want you to build new Eleusis. Mm-hmm. And so we looked at Eleusis now where the great... A cult of Demeter and Persephone, and the story of the great mother and the Hieros Gamos, the great marriage was told for 3,000 unbroken years, is now a gasoline refinery.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) And she doesn't like it. No. And so she wants land bought and. Mm -hmm schools and fire stations and sheriffs and all the stuff that a normal city would have, but she wants it to be built on the idea of protecting the land and working with the land instead of um, dominating the land. Okay. And so we have a GoFundMe right now okay. that is raising money. We're trying to get $2.5 million because that is the starting point of okay. buying real land. Um, I don't, does Zoom have a chat? It does. I'll put this in. This yeah. chat right here.
0: That works.
1: That's the link to the GoFundMe. That is the most important monetary work that we are doing right now because okay. it's not just about having land for a city so we all, as pagans, can live somewhere cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about having a place where uh, that thing just went off and it mucked with my brain. And now I'm going to need one second to remember <laughs> what the heck I was saying. That's okay. Um, Hmm, I don't remember. Oh, now I remember. Thank you. So it's not just about having land for a city. It's about having land for Demeter's gardens so that we can grow and save and share and teach people about their food supply and getting their sovereignty back by owning their food supply instead of giving (laughs) their sovereignty away to the people that grow food and prepackage it for us. Mm -hmm. And, and It will be national moot land for spiral scouts so that the spiral scouts can all get together and have an actual place to go earn badges together as a community. So there's a lot of good that it's going to do.
0: That is so, that sounds like utopia.
1: (laughs) You know, everywhere's got its problems and we'll have our issues, but it'll be a place where we can make our own problems and, Fix it with our own solutions.
0: Yes. Yes. I love that. So, do you have an idea where you're going to do this at? Like, say, like, dream big. You got your money. Now you can pick where you want to go. You have an idea?
1: The Pacific Northwest of Washington State. Oh,
0: it I is, I have been, it I is, is a visit. microclimate.
1: What was that? I'm sorry.
0: Oh, okay. I want to visit there so bad for like the last two years we've been wanting to visit, but you know, COVID. So haven't when you get your shots and you're able to come this way, you make
1: sure to stop. Let us know. And you can stop by and tour the grounds. And hopefully by then we just got a little bit of land donated, about a half an acre to gardens on. So that's all tilled up and we're putting gardens in it and Mm -hmm. slow but steady. But yeah, right here gets a it's an interesting microclimate Mm -hmm. that stays very verdant when the rest of the country is in drought. It gets, so the Pacific Northwest is what it is because the Cascade mountain range comes down from Alaska all the way down to the top of California and it makes this wall and it captures the wet, warm air that's coming, that's coming in off the ocean Mm -hmm. and it keeps this place kind of warm, even in the winter and very wet.
0: Nice. I like that. Um, Okay, so I'm going to make sure I have all of this, all your links and everything so that if anyone wants to look up the ATC or um, the GoFundMes and any of the donations that, that you need, um, they can do that. I'm going to post the phone number um, as well to the church if somebody wants to do that or the link to get the 10-minute, you know, kind of like little interview thing that you got going mm-hmm. on. Um, that way... They can actually take this episode and the information, and if they want to use it or support or go take action on this, like you said, an action, <laughs> um, uh, uh, they, can, they can do so then. We'll make it easy for them. Thank you. Um, try to think of anything else that I would need. I took a bunch of notes. I've
1: really enjoyed being here this morning. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yes, I have too. This has been such an enlightening conversation and it really does like, I'm, you know, not everything is a sign. I'm not one of those like, oh my God, you know, my shoe fell, it's a sign. Um, But I do feel like some uh, interactions are definitely divinely guided and um, you get exactly what you need when you are least expecting it. So I feel like this is definitely a conversation I needed.
1: <laughs> well, I would be happy to come back and talk again. Yay. This was a lot of fun. I had a really good time.
0: Yes. So, and yes, if anyone
1: I... out there is listening, I'm pretty friendly. So if you want to talk to me.
0: Yes. please.
1: It was easy for Danae. Do you pronounce it Danae? I do. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, it was Danae just got a hold of me and I was like, heck yeah, because I'm all about sharing. So I think thank that... you for giving me a shot.
0: Yes. I love this. I love that. And you are the perfect, like your energy and the way you present things is very passionate and knowledgeable, which is needed in a public face for any kind of organization like yours.
1: (laughs) I can be, I can get over passionate. Sometimes you talk about mental health. I don't talk about this very often. In fact, I don't think I've ever talked about it on interview. So you'll be the first, but um, I have complex PTSD. So I had a wildly difficult childhood. Mm-hmm. and it it definitely lives with me you know mm-hmm. the difference between ptsd and complex ptsd is the difference between a single episode that you fall back to and a series of life that was so bad that you're stuck in it forever yeah. like the best the best C, uh cptsd example i ever heard was when the hulk says remember when you asked me what do i do when i get angry I'm always angry. And then he jumps, you know, yep. that's CPTSD. It's, And so I've had to work really hard to, and really through my craft, through working with shadow work and definitely working with shadow work yeah. has helped me. Because I also have hyperactivity disorder. So those two things together can be a recipe for boom. Uh-huh. And instead I have tried my best to Make it a recipe for impassioned understanding. And I try, yeah. So I yeah. try.
0: You have a very unique um, way of looking at shadow work um, with that, with your disorder and with the mental health struggles. And I feel like more of us, sh- I'm very outward with mine um, and that I go to therapy. I'm actually on medication. I don't like being on medication, but. For me, this is what has changed my life is the combo of those two things. So I'm very transparent so that, um, because I feel like it's kind of a taboo thing still. It's 2021 and we're like, (laughs) it's still a taboo to like go to therapy and say, yes, I need help. And um, I take medication because that's what works for me. Um, So that's one of my platforms is making sure that I'm completely transparent. So I appreciate you coming out and saying that because I think- if one person can feel less alone and feel more empowered to go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to set up a therapy appointment because I'm not doing well. um, Then I totally worth it. Well, and
1: medicine. One of the things about Wicca is that we believe in doctors. We don't, we're not anti-science in Wicca. In fact, most of the stuff they're giving you, they learned from our medicine people long ago and then just kept going with it. So Medicine is good. If your doctor gives you medicine, you should take it. Yes. The, one of the reasons I don't usually talk about it is not because of my stigma with it, but right. when people find out that I don't take medicine and that I have used a lot of therapy work and shadow no. work to get rid, to not get rid of, but to, well, no, to get rid of the explosive nature of it. Really. Right. Um, I get flack. Huh. They'll be like are you saying we don't need medicine i'm like oh i'm not saying we don't need medicine i'm saying i didn't use medicine come right. on now
0: <laughs> so, i think everybody's mental health journey is very specific to each person because no brain is wired the same um yeah exactly and i tried very hard to do to deal with my issues that i had without medication because i was very i was one of those was like I, I had a stigma about taking a medication to fix what my I was going on. Um, and eventually I just, my doctor was like, try it, please <laughs> try it for six weeks and see if, she's like, if, if you, if you um, try it and it doesn't work in six weeks, then we'll revisit it. And I, di- I I was working through shadow work while I was doing it and going to therapy. And I was a different person from day one to the end of week six. And that's what sold me for me Um, because I tried, I was suicidal. I could not get out of that hole that I was in and that had helped me. So I get lucky. I don't, I don't get suicidal tendencies. I get, Uh I
1: I just, I get yelly and big. I I, I go supernova. My energy explodes and then trying to bring that back in is difficult. And then I get, embarrassed and the embarrassment just fuels and it's that's really the most difficult part for me is the embarrassment right. that I feel when I ha- have an episode. Yeah. Okay. And so I've tried uh. to let that help fuel me to not be embarrassed.
0: Right, right. I think that everybody has there's no human on earth, I I believe there's no human on earth that is has perfect mental health because we are human and we are fallible and External things happen to us, um, even if we don't recognize that it was trauma. Um, I think everybody has something, and re- having the compassion and empathy to see that in other people, I think is important. Um, so, the work that you do and sharing, I think that's beautiful. Thank you. I
1: try to be a warrior of truth and love, like Vash the Stampede from Trigun. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's and really when I have the thing that'll set me off the quickest is watching someone who can't protect themselves oh, same. get maligned.
0: Yes. Yes. I am the same way. The, I call it my mama bear comes out and I don't have control over my mouth at that point. So
1: <laughs> I'm Dionysus. Yeah. I worship Dionysus. My last name's Dion. Yeah. It's just part of who I am. And so sometimes I turn into a lion and drive those around me insane.
0: <laughs> it happens
1: it happens
0: <laughs> yep I I actually have a partner that's very level-headed I am I describe my if, if anybody's over around me I'm like a tornado I'm a controlled tornado for most of the time but that's who I am and my husband is so grounded right. he can like rein me in and like soothe the tornado a little bit and keep me controlled which is we feed off each other which is perfect for our partnership. So I'm forever thankful for him for taming my tornado.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, good partners, you can't do it without a good partner. No, no. And by it, I mean, like, it life. As well, it's difficult. Yeah.
0: It is um, having a, a supportive partner in life. Um, and a lot like he's not pagan. Um, but he supports everything I do. Like, on the on the full moon, he just laid outside with me and let me do my thing. He just wanted to be present. And like last uh, with the with Beltane, um, he just laid in the grass and like just experienced what I was doing, um, which is very freeing to be able to express myself as a solitary pr- practitioner with somebody watching. Um, that was a big thing for me. I'm like, you can't watch me do this. Like that's just weird. But he's very non-judgmental and he just, he just experiences the energy, which he enjoys. He doesn't participate, but he enjoys it.
1: <laughs> right on. We got to, um, for the first time since I met my wife, we spent a Beltane where we weren't living at a public church where uh-huh. everyone, now we're, we, we are a fertility religion and we yes. are very sex positive yeah. as a people. And mm-hmm. so when we're done with the maple, we tell everybody to go find a spot. Peel off, find who you want, peel off and go find a spot and bring fertility to the land. And so it's a lot of hiding in nooks around (laughs) the property. And there was no one here this year. And so when we were done, um, the Temple of Nine Wells ATC, which is the Salem, literally the Salem witches are ATC. Okay. Temple of Nine Wells. They're awesome. They're doing uh, public online rituals all year.
0: Oh my gosh, Bella And I
1: are a part of, you should come. They're Ooh, awesome. Yes.
0: That would be so great.
1: So we did the ritual and when it was done, we went out to the circle and there was no one here and it was oh. a beautiful, sunny day oh. and we got to consecrate the circle and it was one of the best Beltanes I've had in a long time. It was awesome.
0: That is, yeah. ab- uh, see, that is beautiful. Uh, that's the one thing we moved um, from the country into town because of, you know, life and that's one thing I miss is being able to go outside and be naked and do the things outside in nature. So we're um, trying to get outside of the, the house more and get out in the, we have pastures, we're agricultural community, everybody raises cattle and crops and things like that. So my husband has a ranch and we're like, nice. I have to get out and I want to like be outside and be able to be skyclad and do the things I miss. So I'm trying to get back into that and being intentional about going and making the effort to get off my property and go do something.
1: <laughs> so I have a grand student because <laughs> okay. my student student lives uh-huh. out by you. She, <gasps> I'm like, you are you in Lincoln? She's like, well, no, Red Grail's like three hours across the state from me.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah.
1: So she's over near you. Ooh. That would be so cool. And uh, I'm going to, when this comes out, I'm going to point her to it and be like, hey, I just did a podcast with someone who's over by you. Now she's in formal training. So she'd have to get, she'd have to get special dispensation to circle with you or anything like that. Cause we're, we follow, we follow the rules and that kind of stuff when it comes to student teacher. But we also have the rule of don't say, or always say yes, unless there's a good no.
0: Yep.
1: Right. And even if you have to say no, find a way to lump it into a yes in some way.
0: Yep. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I would like to be able to get something set up at some point out this way because I've been asked, are you going to start leading circles or we going to start doing stuff in, like together, like physically being able to have a place to go. And I've kind of been pushing it off because I just mentally wasn't in a space where I could support other people and do the podcast and support the online coven. It was just, it's just a lot. Um, yeah. But I'm getting to that point in my life where I've learned to delegate <laughs>
1: Good job.
0: And I'm getting, you know, I'm parts of the podcast. I have outsourced, which is great. So I'm in a place in my life where I feel like by midsummer, I will be able to have the mental space to be able to do um, something tangible, something physical. So may have well, to get if you need help, look at yeah. our stuff. Yes, I definitely I'm going to be the rest of my day. Actually, it's nice. I'll probably go outside and ride horses, but when I come back in and I'm tired, I'm going to look online and go through your website and and just get my juices, my my thought processes going and see what I can come up with. Right on. Cool. We're we're excited to help. Well, thank you so much for this interview. It has been absolutely wonderful. I know that everybody is going to love this and listen to it more than once because there's so much information packed into this one. (laughs) So... I really, really appreciate it. And if anybody else wants to get a hold of you, um, you're on Instagram and you're on TikTok and you're on Twitter as well, right?
1: I am, but you should stay away from Twitter unless you want to see my political discourse.
0: And that's okay. me
1: completely trash the Pittsburgh Steelers because I don't (laughs) like them.
0: That's awesome well i will make sure i have all of your socials linked so they can just click and go and connect with you if they want to um i also have all of the links we talked about i think i have let me make sure i got everything i got seeds and seeds atc i have your GoFundMe, the donate page through paypal um and i think viral okay, scouts out, and then i wrote down yeah i think that's it
1: weekendseminary.edu
0: Yep, I did. Th- yeah, that one is right here. So-
1: we also run Wicca Press. So if you've written a book that's Wiccan-based and you want to talk to a publisher, <laughs> we're not a huge publisher, but we do give, I think, okay. some of the best kickbacks to our authors pay-wise. Oh, um, nice. Well, we're not really in it to make a million dollars as a publisher. We're in it to help publish people that want their Wiccan books and pagan books published. Um, awesome. We also run Wiccan Cauldron, which is a store, um, and we absolutely dr- will work with people that make pagan items that are willing to drop ship them when like they order them from the website, yeah. drop ship them. We're all about partnering with folks. So really what the ATC does is we try to create um, prosperity in the pagan community. I
0: love that. That is awesome. Um, okay. All right. Oh, I've
1: got so a- Psychics Association. Sorry. Ooh.
0: Yeah.
1: So Seattle Psychics Association is about to even have its own click to call website. It's an organization of psychics that all agree to work ethically together. Oh, that that's none mean. of us are here to scam people out of their money. None of us are here to be like, oh, I see death in your life. You better send me a bunch of money so I can keep it back. We don't do yep. that kind of junk. God. So and it'll eventually have its own like Keen.com or California psychics click to call website that you can sign up. They do monthly events. It's really cool.
0: That is really neat. OK,
1: sorry. That's- we do a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, you are a wealth of information, which this Gemini, I'm like an information, like hoarder. So I'm an Aries. Aries. Oh, this makes sense. This <laughs> makes very much sense. Okay, cool. Well, I will, I will definitely be wanting you on again, because this is absolutely awesome. I would, I want an update on this utopia <laughs> project. Um, and I will definitely be putting those out. I'll do a, um, a donate thing on Instagram and see if I can get a call to action there.
1: Oh, thank you. Um,
0: I think this is important. Um, this is important. And I know a lot of us, like you said, the tithing thing, we all get hung up on that because of church and Christianity, but you, you everyone needs help. If you want to do good in the world, um, unfortunately it costs money.
1: Well, we put out a thing every month that mm-hmm. says donate to your pagan institutions. I don't, we don't care if it's us. Right. If you give it to us, we'll do good work with the money. But nice. donate to your pagan institutions yeah. that are doing the work.
0: Yep. Yeah. That is so cool. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Go awesome to see you. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a good day.